A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Poker and Politics here with another episode of Patriot HQ. Uh, wanted to talk today about how uh, Frank Medic is desperately trying to get on Martin Geddes' gravy train of doing long-form QAnon postings about the nature of Q, how it's all working out, how the sealed indictments are totally going to crush all our bad guys, how we're going to win, blah, blah, blah. And the big thing about this is, is that uh, Medic, his one of his posts, really explains how terribly bad... Trump is at his job of being Q's public face. I've talked about this before on my tweets, but I'll just use my own voice now to express this. But uh, Medic basically does the same thing that Geddes did, where he did the whole, there's two sides to this thing, the orange man bad side and the fake news bad side, and arkabarka, and all that kind of stuff. And Medic explains that we gotta win over the blue-pilled normies before we can crush the deep state. This has always been their excuse. They've always had the excuse that like, if it wasn't for those blue-pilled normies, the world would be an Eden. We would be living in utopia right now if but for the blue-pilled normies who would riot, hurt people, cause a civil war. It is... Your children who won't let you see your grandchildren anymore because you won't stop talking about adrenochrome, it's their fault that the adrenochrome is still being harvested. If only we could convince them that uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are in fact adrenochrome-addicted psychopaths and not a couple that feature now the sexiest man in America, according to People Magazine, then we would be living in uh, utopia. So... Uh, that is the, that's the excuse, that's the dodge they like to use. And the thing about this is that Trump's the one causing this problem. If Trump was a normal, boring president, we would be able to hang Hillary Clinton and all the bad guys and bring world peace to the world. That was a tautology. But um, anyways, this is the thing, is that let's say that 
I was a uh, professional rich person. That that was my job. That I got a reality television show because I was famous rich guy who's successful, and uh, I would uh, just be on television every now and then. And I would tweet about politics every so often, and blah blah blah. And I had some name recognition, and people knew who I was. And then one day, incredibly serious, solemn military leaders grabbed me and pulled me aside and showed me the evidence that bad people were slaughtering and eating children in the name of Moloch, who I probably wouldn't even know at that time. would be like, Satan? That's Satan, right? They're, they're the same guy, okay? Okay, cool. Just wanted to make that, that clear. I just wanted to connect those dots. Satan, Moloch, Moloch, Satan. Got it. Cool. Great. Okay, let's, let's roll. So, team serious mil military guys tell me, yo, poker, you've, you've got to become president. This is the only way you can save the children from being slaughtered. So I grit my teeth and say, okay, fine, let's do this. I'll run for president, enduring all the slings and arrows that are going to come with that mountain of crap. And I do it. I run for president, and I win. Now, everything I did to win the presidency is fair game. I can say anything. I can do anything, because the stakes are infinitely high. The world is hanging on the edge of a knife. I am a literal monster. I will slander Hillary Clinton in any way, shape, or form I can. I will attack all of my enemies because I know what they truly are. Even though for some reason I don't publicly state it, I don't make the campaign about the fact that they are Moloch-worshipping child sacrificers, which I think might hurt them, might cost them a few votes if I were to bring that up with any evidence to prove that they are doing these things. But I don't, because again, we're this is QAnon, and we have to wait until after I win the election to reveal the whole uh, child butchering thing. So, I do the whole lock him up. I do the hard right-wing lunatic stuff that Trump did. I win the presidency. Yay, I'm president. President Poker. And now I'm in office. But once I'm in office, I know what my job is. My job is to just bide my time and wait for the evidence to roll in to uh, convict Obama, Hillary, everyone. They're all going down. My crack team of military uh, buddies, they're going to go about doing the hard work of uh, processing all the NSA data that has all the information of all the criminality of these people, and we're going to get to the bottom of all of this. We are going to uncover the truth. So I'm going to be the most boring president in the world. I'm going to be sequestered in the White House. I'm going to just talk about uh, tax cuts and affordable health care and uh, sanctity of life. I'm just going to be a bunch of boring Republican talking points, and I'm just going to talk about healing the country, and we're, we're such a partisan, divided nation, and the election was just so ugly. Now now it's time for some statesmanship. Now it's time to just heal our, our, our country and, and make things better, make America great again through compromise, through centrism, through boring, pragmatic uh, policy work, just all of that. And even if I don't mean a word of it, I know what I gotta do. I know this is the important part of my job is to just appear like a statesman. My goal is to just pass some popular things to get my approval rating into like the low 50s so that most of America kind of sort of likes me a little bit anyways. 
and that I, I seem to be doing an okay job, so they, they kind of trust me because I know the hammer is going to come down either next year or the year after, but I know that there's going to be this just nightmare of a scenario where all these people are getting arrested and horrible evidence is going to come out exposing the litany of crimes these people are committing. And I have to do everything in my power to make the American people understand that I'm an honest broker, that I'm on the level, that this is a fair thing that is happening, that I'm not imprisoning my political enemies to seize power as some wannabe dictator, that I'm doing this because the law demands I do it, that justice cries out for me to do this. And so uh, President Poker is incredibly boring. I am milk toast as hell. My hardcore supporters are angry. They wonder where that campaign trail poker went. What happened to all those lock em up rallies? What happened to all that screaming and yelling and how we're going to put all the Democrats in jail? Well, I'm not talking about it because I'm going to do it. It's going to actually happen. And it's going to happen for crimes even more unimaginable than the dumb stuff I was talking about on the campaign trail about Benghazi and whatnot, will you? That was four guys getting blown up at an embassy. This wasn't hundreds and hundreds of children being slaughtered in the name of a dark god. So Trump is the one who is ruining this for QAnon. Trump is the one who is making things really bad. The blue-pilled normies don't see Trump as an honest broker because he appears to just be a right-wing demagogue screaming and yelling at everyone he hates. And the Mueller uh, investigation, if Trump had just said, I did nothing wrong, let the facts fall where they may, no problems, I'm completely open and honest, I'm willing to testify, I'm willing to do anything they want me to do, because I have nothing to hide. I'm innocent. And if... Trump had been incredibly forthcoming and open and honest. And again, he's got the hammer. He's got the ace in the hole. If the Mueller report somehow said something bad about him, he would just be like, oh yeah, by the way, Bob Mueller was up to his neck in Uranium One and this, that, and the other thing, and I've got all the evidence to prove it. This whole thing was a hit job from the start. And that's the thing, is that when you have power, you don't get angry. When you have control of the situation, you don't freak out. You just do what you're going to do, and you just run the country. You own the situation. So the Mueller investigation would have been nothing. It would have been a distraction. It would have been petty. Trump wouldn't have even given it the time of day. He would have shown up to testify. He would have aced his questioning, just totally made Mueller look like a fool, dunked on him. And then he would have got the report that came out and be like, yep, see, Mueller was all mushmouth because he was bought and paid for by the corrupt Democrats. And, I mean, but he did what he had to do. We all performed our uh, parts in this process, and now it's over. It's behind us. Let's move on as a nation. Let's heal America. I'm sorry the Democrats put us through that, through that and... Uh, but I, being the bigger, the better man, am willing to forgive and forget, and again, put the national interest first and foremost, and that's what I'm going to do, and that's why I'm going to run for re-election, I'm going to win, I'm going to serve eight glorious years helping our great nation, and uh, just spending every day waking up hoping I can make America great again. Blah, 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 blah. And um, that is what 
Mr. Poker would be doing if I was the president. So uh, the idea that what Trump is doing is good or right is insane. And then the whole Ukraine thing comes out where he's getting himself impeached for uh, a shakedown of information, which is, again, insane. Because according to QAnon, we have it all. Uh, everything is revealed. And now I know QAnon's explaining that, oh, no, Trump's playing 11-dimension chess. He's got the Biden's corruption exposed to the public where it'll now destroy the Bidens, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why, he doesn't, why does he have to play 11-dimension chess when he has all the evidence? Just just arrest these people for crying out loud. Just, just do it. Just win. And that's the thing is that now with the whole Ukraine thing, he's going to get impeached. And the next two months, two, three months are going to be nothing but impeachment talk. And I still see all these QAnon people talking about, oh, the IG report's coming out any day now, any minute now, any second now. I actually saw a uh, someone posted a thing from a right-wing website about how the IG report was going to have criminal referrals and whatnot in it, blah, blah, blah. But the hilarious thing about it was is it stated that the IG report was going to be released right before Thanksgiving, which if you've ever seen a Friday news dump, I mean, that's doing it right before Thanksgiving is the mother of all Friday news dumps. That is, push this thing out Wednesday night right before Thanksgiving and give everyone a nice four-day weekend to completely ignore it. You do not uh, release the big, important event of the century the day before Thanksgiving or right before Thanksgiving because that's literally telling people, pay no attention to this. Go hang out with your families. Go eat some turkey, watch some football, have a great long weekend, and we'll uh, come back and reconnoiter on Monday after you've uh, had your tryptophanic high on Thursday and then ran to Walmart to buy a bunch of crap for Christmas on Friday, and so on and so forth. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So the whole idea that this IG report is going to come out and like shock the world and turn the narrative on its ear, why do you have to turn the narrative in the first place? There's no point. Why, why did we, Trump put himself in a position to allow the deep state to do these terrible things? Why did Trump and Q not uh, secure all of this stuff before the 2018 election so the Democrats could even win the House? Because you just have to keep falling back onto this 12-dimensional uh, Quidditch 
nonsense where we lost the House on purpose so now we can get impeached and have the fake news media dunk on us for months on end before the impeachment process probably ends with the Senate acquitting him. And then we will have to see what the damage is to his popularity. It could be egregious for all we know. I mean, the, today was day one of the public testimony, and America seems pretty okay with him being impeached. Uh, and, I mean, again, I really don't think the Republicans are actually going to find the nerve to get rid of the guy, but I feel like they're going to feel a lot of heat. I think this is going to be a real net negative for them, and I think that there's going to be a real lot of concern on the Republican side that uh, Trump is going to be in an incredibly bad position when it comes to re-election, and that they, in turn, are going to be in bad positions to win re-election in their races. So the whole idea that the Republicans and Trump are just being constantly put on the back foot by all of these things that are happening, that they are constantly having to play catch-up, that they're always behind, and that this fits the narrative of this all-powerful, all-knowing intelligence operation that is run with military precision, and they never get a single thing wrong, and every contingency plan is seen, and every possible permutation of actions and counteractions and moves and countermoves and machinations and counter-machinations have all been hashed out to the infinite degree that the best possible scenario they could come up with was... Uh, Trump gets wrongfully impeached, looks terrible for months on end, uh, is a stammering buffoon whenever confronted with the information about his impeachment, that this is the best case scenario, that this is what Q team has worked on and is happy with, it should be terrifying to QAnon that this is the case. They should be absolutely appalled by the fact that this is what's happening and this is how it's playing out. I mean, I just feel like you're in a situation where it's negative. This is bad. We have never had a president this unpopular seek re-election. Especially, uh, we've never had a president impeached in their first term with the chance of them running for re-election because uh, Andrew uh, Johnson uh, got into the presidency because Lincoln got shot and um, he was uh, never going to be nominated by the Republicans for a second term. He was literally the only president in history who actually could have sought re-election after impeachment. Uh, Clinton was impeached in his second term. Nixon was uh, working on being impeached in his second term before he resigned. And that's it. So Trump's the first first-term president we've actually had who is going to be impeached, likely not convicted, and then uh, will seek re-election. So this is such a dicey, such a weird place to be in, what a, such an odd existence for us as a nation to have. And it's obviously not the ideal situation for uh, Q and QAnon. Because, again, they have to project strength, they have to project dominance, they have to project that they are winning when it's obvious they are not. And I wanted to close with a little uh, offshoot, little uh, non-sequitur here about what Q says and what Q means and when QAnon cares about this and when they don't care about it. Because um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was sick with a stomach bug, so that brings out all the Ruth Bader Ginsburg is dead people. 
and this leads down a little road about uh, Q and their real sort of fast and loose way they handle the truth. Because Q came out and said that Ruth Bitter Ginsburg's diagnosis was unknown, that she was being uh, given drugs off the market that were allowing her to, quote-unquote, sustain minimal daily function, which is not a medical term and is just gibberish. And so and, and it was very dark, very hinting at dark implications, very much stating that something was amiss about Miss Ginsburg and how she was being uh, medically treated. And this led Joe M. and many other QAnon uh, proponents to declare that Ginsburg was dead. And this is the thing, is that Q knew that this was what they were doing. Q knew why they said these things. So um, they, this happens. Uh, as I was saying before I was so really interrupted by that phone call, uh, the thing about this is, is that Q had to duck out on this and say, oh, uh, I never said she was dead when it became clear that she was alive. And this became a giant uh, to-do in the QAnon community was that, oh, Q never said she was dead, liberal media lying about it, blah, 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 deep state, deep state, blah, blah, blah. The thing was is that Q did everything in their power to make it clear that she was in some way about to leave this earth. Q game theoried out that a female Supreme Court justice nominee would uh, breeze through confirmations because the Democrats in the deep state could not accuse that woman of sexual assault or harassment, which is ridiculous. Women can absolutely be sexual assaulters, but hey, whatever. Binary gender politics for the win. Um... And this is the thing, is that when Q said, I never said she was dead, this became one of those big, important parts of QAnon that Q says exactly what Q says and nothing else. If you infer or take anything else that Q has said, you are wrong and you are bad to do so. This is hilarious because Q gets things wrong all the time and people have to correct him and they are happy to do so. Q has stated repeatedly that Trump is in no danger of impeachment. That is the word he used, impeachment. Trump will be impeached, so Q will be wrong. But his apologists will then say that what Q was meant, to, what Q meant to say was convicted. That Q will, that Trump will not be impeached and convicted and removed from office. That was what Q meant when he said impeachment, that he meant the whole process, the removal from office part of impeachment. It's not what the word means. Uh, Joe M., before he left for uh, Q-Hala, as it were, uh, stated that Trump would not even be impeached and then got angry about it and said, people are taking uh, technical term of impeachment it's like yeah the word the actual word of impeachment what it means the democrats are going to hold the vote at some point in the next month or two and they will in fact impeach donald trump and then we will go to the senate for a trial to either acquit or convict him of the articles of impeachment that is how the process works anyhow the thing here is that Q misspoke and people corrected him by saying, oh, he didn't mean that. And that it's okay for, for Q to say the wrong thing as long as his followers are there to tell you what he really meant. 
The other thing that Hugh uh, got wrong, and this is a very hilarious thing. That he, he, everyone corrects me on this when I pointed it out. On my giant Q is always wrong thread, the one uh, tweet that gets the most replies is the uh, Moloch uh, uh, tweet, because that Q drop is the Q drop where uh, Q says that Hillary Clinton did not give a concession speech. And that why is this significant? Hillary did give a concession speech. It's very well documented that she gave a concession speech. And all the QAnon, I think that, that, that post has like eight, maybe eight to ten replies, probably eight. I'm probably overstating it by saying ten. But it's got a bunch of replies, and every single one of them is a QAnon supporter saying Q meant the night of the election, that Hillary did not stay up until 3 a.m. Eastern time when they finally called it for Trump, that she didn't rush out onto a stage and concede on the spot, that um, at some ill-defined point in the night when it looked very likely that Trump was going to win, the Clinton camp uh, told their supporters and everybody to uh, pack it up we're not giving a speech tonight. We're going to let things play out, and we're going to come back, and we're going to give a speech tomorrow morning. So, yeah, 99% we're going to lose, but we just want to sleep on it, see if a miracle happens, and we'll catch you all uh, sometime early tomorrow morning. So see you all then. And this is their excuse. This is their defense and it's not what Q said. It's not what he said. He said Hillary did not personally give a concession speech. That is the actual quote from the Q drop. And that's not what happened. Uh, and, and it happened. He's wrong. And they have to try to defend the... Uh, they have to try to defend it in some way, shape, or form. Why didn't HRC give a concession speech? When was the last time a presidential candidate didn't personally give a concession speech? That's the direct quote from the Q drop in question. And she did personally give a concession speech. That did happen. But because Q is wrong and Q implied something insidious about a non-personal concession speech that someone else gave the speech or... She didn't give one. The fact that she did, and that this Q drop, obviously, because Q didn't start until late 2017, this was obviously said in error. This was an obvious mistake. They have to try to defend it. They have to try to justify it. So when Q didn't say that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was dead, just sort of hinted at it, nudged at it, and said everything but, you have to take the, it's like the Bible, it's like chapter and verse. You have to take the word on the page literally, period, end of story. But when Q makes an outright factual error, oh, it's very easy to figure out what he actually meant. I can infer his actual meaning from the mistake to what it truly was. Because that's how these people work. They want to have both sides. They want to always be able to uh, have their cake and eat it too. Such is the nature of these people. Such is the nature of QAnon. So, uh, sorry, I'm going to have to go back and look at where that uh, phone call jumped me off and got me distracted. But uh, I think I stayed mostly on track, as it were. So I uh, hope it wasn't too disjointed. 
Uh, catch you all later. I'm sure tomorrow's going to be really exciting, and I'll probably do another one then. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.